Welcome to episode 19 of Water Break. Today is Monday, November 16th. Uh, we have some Florida Man Monday, Music Monday discussion, Wild Thought, and Supreme Tells Joke. Let's get into it. Water Break. Kicking off our news today. A jetliner hits a brown bear while landing in southeast Alaska. Only in Alaska. This is a true story. Uh, on Saturday evening in Alaska Airlines. Look at that. What are the odds? Whoa. An Alaska Airlines jet in Alaska lands and uh, runs over a bear. Hope they had bear insurance. <laughs> well... Um, Man, I hope that must have been really grisly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, the everybody was okay except for the bear. Uh, <laughs> the the plane was fine, um, and uh, it's it was just you know minimal damage. So what the pilot says is that the nose actually missed, so it was already landed, and it was just kind of like driving, uh, but really fast. Uh, the nose just missed the bear, but they felt something hit the side of the plane. So just missed the nose, but still got the plane. But yeah. So, so, that's, how's, so how's the bear? Uh, bear is toast. The bear <laughs> turned into toast. You got yeah. any news for us today? Smokey the bear <laughs> smoked out. <laughs> Smokey the bear got smoked. <laughs> yeah. In other news, Supreme may not be. So Supreme anymore. And I'm not talking about myself, folks. Supreme, the retailer, the brand, is being sold to VF, which is also the parent of Vans and Timberland. Wait, they named a brand after you? Yeah, I know, right? Well, yeah. Yes. That's sick. Let's, let's, All right, go ahead. Continue. 100, man. 100%. Parent of Vans and Timberland is buying the apparel maker with 12 stores and a cult-like following. This basically means that at some point, what they're probably going to do is just sell the F out of Supreme. I don't think they're going to keep it exclusive anymore. Yeah, so it's not going to be exclusive item anymore, yeah. Yeah, I read another article, like, headline was like, is Supreme heading to Nordstrom Rack, TJ Maxx, Mm. Clearance Racks? Ross. Ross, yeah. And honestly, it could be. Probably. Let's see. Like, you've built so much hype already. Now it's time to just max it out and just flood the market. How do you you feel about exclusive brands in terms of like the that that exactly like it's exclusive and you can only buy it if you're a hype beast basically um i don't know i guess you can it depends on what you want if you like the brand i think if you're buying it just to be cool i don't know it's kind of tacky for me if you just buy something and and you're labeled like oh I'm i'm a cool guy or cool gal yeah that's uh, the reason i asked you is because i i agree with with what you're saying um the only thing that was ever like exclusive that i like genuinely wanted was yeezys when they first came out right the only reason that i wanted them was not because they were exclusive and not because no one had them but because they were kanye west shoes exactly so like i i'm a huge kanye west fan so that's why i wanted those and i knew I mean, they weren't too expensive at two twenty retail, but you know those resale values were damn near like a thousand dollars, especially at first. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, when I when I see people like buying expensive clothes like on a drop just because they're expensive, um, unless you like genuinely like what the product is, I don't see the point. Yeah, I like the name, the word Supreme, and the font they use. But, like, I would never spend that amount of money just to wear that. It's so basic. It doesn't really have a lot of design complexities mm-hmm. that would make me be like, oh, yeah, let me spend a lot of money on that. However, you know, if you if you get it, you know, that's no knock on you. You know, fashion is fashion. It's, it's the number one thing right now. So, I don't know. I, I think there's a, there's a lot to be said about reselling. I think I hate that. I think it's very toxic. Like same thing with uh with Kobe Bryant jerseys this year, there was like an exclusive one and people were just buying it just because he died and they were exclusive, so it's things like that where like it really hurts the 
real core fans that were there the whole time that yeah. just want to get the stuff to represent the person that they admire. So that that kind of sucks, but you know, for people who wanted Supreme or like the name like I do and now it's going to be cheaper, more available and easier to get. So, I guess it's a good thing. You have some uh, sports news, X? Yeah, I do. You don't want to do the Mega Rally? Oh, you know what? We probably should talk about that. So recently, Donald Trump, for those of you that don't know, lost the election according to um, official count results. But he doesn't want to concede the election. So his supporters organized a MAGA rally. It's actually, it was called the MAGA Millions March. And there were supposed to be a million people. The White House like press secretary claimed that there were over a million people. Trump claimed there were over 100,000 people. And the local county, state, uh, city officials that were in Washington, D.C. said there were around like 10,000 people. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. someone's wrong. <laughs> Somebody's wrong. Somebody's wrong. Um, there, was a, there was some peaceful protests mostly. Uh, there's a lot. There's some violence towards the end. There's some stabbings, and um, that's kind of what happens when you have a lot of people in one area angry about something. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be mostly yeah. peaceful stuff. It's, it's prone to uh, escalated yeah. situations. Yeah, and there. Yeah, so that that's what happened, um, and it just shows how divided of a nation we are right now. You know the. The country voted 70 million, 80 million, and we were split in half. So um, it's kind of tough to move forward, whoever wins. So it's kind of hard, especially when one party is not conceding defeat. It creates a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. And it's different because this guy is the president. He's not like a, this is not like a free election where there's like two people who, uh, who are just trying to, pick up the seat of an eight-term president that can't pick it up. They're just It's the president that's been there for four years who has all the power still, and then some new guy. So that's what kind of scary is that you don't know what he could do to retain his power. So this is becoming very close to a um, dictatorship, fascism, very, very similar to this where democracy is being threatened. Um and there has been almost very, very, very little, if any, evidence of voter fraud. I've looked into this. Uh, it's not It's not there. It's not possible. Um, well, I won't say it's not possible, but it, it hasn't happened to the extent that they are claiming. And it hasn't happened even significantly to affect any swing states or any states for that matter. So that's the update on that. I would, everyone should probably keep an eye on that as well. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think... I think- I think they need to do what they told us to do four years ago. Do you remember what they said four years ago? What would they say? They said, um, um, come back in four years and try again. Damn. Take the L. That's, I mean, that's what they said last time. But, uh, and I mean, shit, they were right. But fuck, I mean, at this point, man, just it's over. You know what I mean? You know what's funny? What? Trump won the electoral college like 306 to 232 clinton yeah yeah and now he won he lost to biden the same way he won biden has 306 oh really it's the same Trump number has 232 yeah oh that's crazy uh, i think they're still recounting georgia but the other ones and he biden won in the same almost identical margins of victory as trump beat clinton that's crazy so it's it's really interesting it's really interesting that he's trying to say that he didn't lose. Yeah. He clearly yeah. lost. But, you know, moving moving forward, um, let's hope that January 20, 20th comes sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And now for the Supreme Tells Joke segment. What did the bag of Doritos say to his son? What? You're a chip off the old block. <laughs> 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 I never heard that one before. Did you make that yourself? Oh, okay, all of these are original. I thought of these all by myself. <laughs> that, that explains a lot. It's like Supreme tells <laughs> jokes. 
If I run out, I'll, I'll tell you guys and be like, all right, this is an original. Every one so far has been original. I respect that. And, and original as in, like, I made it, and I didn't think, I didn't look it up, but that could still mean that it's out there because... Oh, yeah, of course, of you course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I understand what you're saying. Like a tweet. Yeah. We can cut this up. All right, now moving on to sports. So, we had a very, a very dope NFL Sunday... Um, one of the games, I'm not going to get really get into the, into the games, uh, this time around, but one of the games is the bills versus the Cardinals. Uh, the bills score, go ahead, touchdown with 30, I believe it was 35 seconds left. And it, that, at that point it looked like the game was sealed. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't. The cards get the ball back with no time. And as time's. Winding down, the clock's almost about to expire. The game clock is about to almost expire. Uh, Kyler Murray throws this Hail Mary, a genuine Hail Mary. DeAndre Hopkins gets up over three defenders, snags it down, uh, and time basically expires. There's one second left on the clock. But, yeah, man, that shit was crazy. That was crazy. Um so the thing about that is like it's kind of funny because it's come up a f- few times from different people. They've asked me like, "Who do I think the number one is?" Because a lot of people would say, "Well, right now there's tech." I guess there was before the fourth one is uh, like there's, there's like four that are you know wide in receivers. the talks, four wide receivers in the yeah. NFL that are in the talks of the being the best right now. But yeah. the, I, the fourth one isn't really there. So, but I'll just say who they are. Um, it's the debate is uh, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and then some people. I would say before this season started, some people were including Michael Thomas in that debate. Right. But after this season, or at this point in the season this year, uh, Michael Thomas isn't really in that debate right now. Um, he hasn't been a factor like he has been in the past. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of people would immediately put Julio at third. Because he's not what he was today, um, like at this at this time, uh, he's huge. He's six three. He runs a like a, a four three five forty. He's he's huge. He's hella fast. That's Julio. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Julio is I genuinely believe like Julio requires a specific type of quarterback in order to uh, be efficient. To be useful. Right. Like, for example, if Julio Jones, and this is actually something that could possibly happen, if Julio Jones teamed up with Aaron Rodgers somehow, yeah, they would be, I, I can't even imagine like a better duo. Not even really? kidding. Yeah. Because Aaron Rodgers has the arm strength and the capability and the accuracy, the combination of those, but especially the arm strength to get Julio the ball like all the time, all day. Yeah. Um, anyway, that I, I still, I would myself put Julio third. Wait, but can't you put Aaron Rodgers with any good wide receiver? The reason I, the reason I say Julio Jones, yes. The reason I say, but the reason I say Julio Jones would work perfectly well with Aaron Rodgers is because Julio Jones in my eyes is the best big wide receiver. Okay. And then DK is coming the NFL. up? Uh, yeah. So DK will give him a little, a little bit more time, but he might, he might be joining the discussion pretty this soon. This is his second year? This is DK's second year. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people are starting to compare the two because they're very similar size and very similar speed. Uh, yeah. DK is a step faster. Uh, his his uh, 40 was like seven thousandths of a, uh, of a second faster yeah. than Julio's. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people are comparing the two because they're very similar body types. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I have Devontae Adams at number two. I think Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the whole NFL. Uh, the way he can create separation is insane. And then I have I have DeAndre Hopkins at number one, specifically for the reason that he can make any quarterback look good. His catch radius, um, in my opinion, DeAndre, Hop- DeAndre Hopkins' pass radius is the largest in the NFL, which means like... Um, if the ball is near him, he'll get it. Like, he'll snag it for you. Like, if it's, like, within X amount of feet, he has the largest X. Yeah, so, like, right. if you got three receivers 
and you threw the ball and like at them and like like mathematically had it a distance away from each of them, uh, DeAndre Hopkins would be able to go the largest amount. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins is a beast. Like I've always, even when he was on the, like when he was on the Texans, I always thought like he was one of the best. Yeah. And then that brings to us to the point where DeAndre Hopkins was traded from the Texans to the Cards. It was a huge blockbuster trade. Yeah. And now the Texans are, the Texans look terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, like they, their the organization is shit now because of this move. And some people are comparing this trade, like, cause it was detrimental. It's detrimental to the Texans. Like they didn't get shit out of it. Um, they're comparing this trade to this trade. That's it's an infamous trade in NFL. That's mm-hmm. it was referred to as like a train robbery trade because it was so bad. <laughs> so Herschel Walker was traded from the Cowboys to the Vikings in 1989. Right. Okay. So the Vikings did this because they wanted. They felt that if they got this, he was a running back. So they felt that if they got this one player, it yeah. would it would give them the push that they needed. To win a Super Bowl. Okay. This trade consisted of the Vikings receiving Herschel Walker. Okay. And giving the Cowboys 18 players. Wait, what? Yes. So the Vikings traded 18 players and draft picks to the Cowboys for this one player. Okay. So the Cowboys won that trade? Yeah, no joke. Okay, I was, I was like, <laughs> so yeah, the Vikings gave the Cowboys eighteen players and draft picks for one player, just so they could try to. They thought it was like that one piece they needed to win the Super Bowl. Uh, long story short, the Vikings didn't win a Super Bowl after that. Jesus, and even better, well, not better, but the Cowboys. Ended up winning three Super Bowls right after that with the, all the players and shit they got. That's insane. Yeah. So like that's it's like goes down as like the the worst trade ever to ever happen in the, Are those in the history trades of the NFL. Like even legal? Like the, uh, now now these days uh, probably not. Yeah. But this was a long time ago. Yeah. And the like, fact that this DeAndre Hopkins trade is being, you know, like compared to this. Wait, like, but isn't this the opposite then? It's uh, just. So the yeah, it is the opposite because uh, in this case the Texans traded away their best player, yeah, with the best player, the best wide receiver in the NFL, and then in in the nineteen eighty nine example, it was the opposite where they traded for the best. Well, it wasn't even the best player, but they, right, they yeah. believed One it was. Of the best players, yeah. yeah, but anyway, that's that. That's uh, what people are comparing it to, and the way the Texans season's going now, man, it's it's terrible. But it's uh, anyway, what do you got for uh, some sports news? Yeah, there was a boxing fight on Saturday. Uh, it was Terrence Crawford versus Kell Brook. Um, Terrence Crawford was losing in the first like three and a half rounds into the fourth round, and then out of nowhere, Terrence Crawford switches like he switches his stance to orthodox, which is where the where your right hand is back and your left hand is for the jab. Um, Kell Brook is moving his head in because he's he's throwing a left. Uh, Terrence Crawford throws a right as Kell Brook's face is coming into him and catches him with a right. Again, as Kell Brook's face is coming in, basically Kell Brook walked into a right, then he stumbles all over, grabs the rope, the ref separates them. Um, Terrence Crawford finishes him off. They call the fight. Terrence Crawford wins. Terrence Crawford's like 37-0. and 0. He has 28 knockouts. Uh, he has an 8-KO fight streak now. He's probably the pound-for-pound best fighter. He's just never fought anyone like a big name, which is the issue is maybe a lot of you haven't heard of him or you've heard of Whisper. But he's just nobody. either nobody wants to fight him or his promoters are doing a really bad job of getting him really big fights like Errol Spence or Lomachenko or Gervonta. Like a lot of these big names. What, that, do, you, what do you think it is? I, I was talking to one of my friends about this and... We don't know if it's the promoter or if just fighters are scared to fight him because he is a dangerous fighter. What do you think, though? I think it's a combination. I think I think some fighters, big names, especially younger ones, want to avoid him. He's thirty three, so he's like at the end end of his prime, tail end of his prime, a little bit um, as a boxer. So, but he's 
dominant. Like, he's dominant. You don't want to fight him at, like, if you're younger than 25, whatever, right? And there's a lot of young fighters right now. I think it's partly that. They're pro- the, the young fighters, promoters, don't want that fight. And then uh, something with Top Rank, who's the promoter of of uh, Terrence Crawford, he wanted Pacquiao as well. And Pacquiao's also, at the time, was under Top Rank. But pa- Pacquiao ended up fighting this guy named Keith Thurman, who's mm-hmm. a beast as mm-hmm. well. And Pacquiao beat the shit out of Keith Thurman, which is absolutely unexpected, but dope as shit because Pacquiao is one of the greatest of all times. So hopefully we see a Pacquiao fight, but it looks like Errol Spence Jr. Um, that fight's going to be made, hopefully. That's going to be a good fight. I don't know who's going to win that, but um, Terrence Crawford's a good fighter. If you ever see his name on a boxing fight, just just watch that fight. Forget every other card. Just wait till the main mm-hmm. card comes on and just watch that fight. Um I think it's it would it'll be it'll be a dope fight. So, yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. And I'm a huge Pacquiao fan as well. And it's really sad to see like, you know, the last few fights before the, before the Thurman one. Uh, it's kind of like you're watching because I grew up watching Pacquiao, right? Right. right. And you know, my family's Filipino, so uh, like I, we were always uh, been Pacquiao fans, right? Right. right. And uh, to to watch his like fall off, you know what I mean? It's it's pretty sad to watch that. It's tough to watch your like favorite athlete decline. It's, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so we have some music Monday today, right? Yeah, and you got the question for us. Yeah, so uh, honestly, like, a couple months ago, uh, I don't know if you remember this. Kanye West started talking about going on a you know infamous Twitter rant about masters, um, about owning your own masters. And masters are essentially like the source file, you know, the source ownership of the music you make. And having those, I guess, in the court of law means you can do whatever you want with your music. And most artists don't have, especially most artists pre-2020, don't have their, their control of their masters because their managers, their promoters, their, um, their whoever is who under uh, above them. They're either selling their masters, leveraging their masters, or taking rights of their masters um, and selling them and, and doing things even for their own good on, on behalf of them. So uh, they basically, they just don't have a lot of control over their own music. And Kanye West went on this Twitter rant saying, we need control of our music. We need our masters. And he went and continued going on this. And then all of a sudden, he dropped his official contract. Every page, like hundreds of pages of his contract on Twitter. And, and and then it was kind of insane. Like everyone read, you know, what happened and all that stuff. There was stuff about Jay-Z leveraging Kanye's masters to get his own masters back. There was stuff like Kanye, like they sold his masters to, to like, there's like a contractual thing with that where you can't get it for a certain amount of time. And. I guess I was I was just curious, like, how do you feel about, I guess one, the first one is, how do you feel about how Kanye went about his, his master's topic? Mm-hmm. Well, first and foremost, what he did was effective. Right. But it was not, I mean, that's the thing about Kanye. Kanye can kind of do whatever he wants. Yeah. And that's why it's kind of scary because <laughs> he has a lot of power. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't think he should have done that and he got in trouble for it. Didn't he, didn't he get in trouble for it? I don't know. I think he got in trouble for it because he, it was like a confidential um, thing, like document. Well, he, he was, can, he, it was, she showed text with like his lawyers and they said it was like okay to do certain things. I don't know how far he went with that. Because we, I didn't hear any other news, and I didn't read any news of him getting sued or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it's not like his his thing is gonna sue him. They're not. There is he's Kanye West. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it it yeah. would open the floodgates for like a whole legal issue. Yeah. And honestly, Kanye might win that because, in my opinion, I think a hundred percent like artists should own their masters. I I think that they should like they should have control at least at some point in their lives. Like five years after they retire, I don't know, but like earlier than, than not never. Well, you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. 
Like, that's ridiculous. You can't die and not... Have, like, I don't even think Michael Jackson died no. with his masters. No. Or at least... And, I mean, I think there's different... Ma- like, you can have masters for certain albums and not for others, I think. It's not like your whole catalog, right? Yeah, yeah, They yeah. could be split. So, you know, that's why you see... Um, like, the song Trophies by, uh, by Drake. It's like the masters for that. Also, uh, Club Paradise was a Drake song. I found out that a radio or someone owned the master to that song. And it took, I think Drake had to buy it back to get it on his own album or, or pay a license fee to get it on his own, his mm-hmm. own song. Yeah. Um, and it's, you see like different type of songs in different places because of issues like that, because certain places want to sell it to these platforms, streaming platforms and others don't, which caused a lot of confusion and, and issues. So I think we both agree the premise of, of, uh, artists having their masters is good. Yes. Yeah, but of course. But con- that's not how it works. It's not that easy. Okay, explain. Yeah, so the reason that artists don't have their masters is because I'm a, so say I'm a big I'm a big uh label, right? Okay. I'm a big recording company. Yeah. I'm going to invite you to into my office. I'm going to say um here's 10 million dollars. I'll I'll I can uh promote and market all of your music for you. You don't have to do anything. You just have to come into the studio when I ask you to. And mm-hmm. that's it. Here's 10 million dollars sign this piece of paper. Obviously, it's not just the money. It's the fact that it's a. It's almost like you're. It's almost like you're uh, signing, like, a document saying that you're employed. So right. it's it's like a a safe job security thing where, as long as you're um, on the label, as long as you're signed to the label, yeah, you'll be getting a paycheck. So okay. it's not, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot less work for the artist at the time. So like in that, at that specific time, yeah. if a label, like that's what, that's what all artists want. They want a label to promote their music. Cause it's really, really hard to do it yourself. Right. Um, I mean, look at Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper was able to do it. Well, it's, yeah, he, he had, he had a lot of friends in a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot harder to do it like that, to try to go the indie way. Uh, but that's. Obviously, it's not, I'm not saying that artists don't know what they're signing up for, but having your masters is so beneficial in the long run. I think uh, so. I know that process, and I mean, I, you know, it's like it makes sense. You see it in movies and shit. Even Alvin and Chipmunks, right? <laughs> he probably signed <laughs> exactly, away yeah, the yeah. masters, and you saw his manager. Like the people who signed him were were really disingenuous and didn't seem like good people. It seems like that's the case because. There, you, like you're, you sign a young Drake, right? He's some Canadian kid who doesn't know a lot about American culture, probably about American law. Obviously, nothing probably about American um, media companies and and music labels, for the most part. So you can give him anything in front of him, and and just all you all you have to bold is the amount of money you're giving him, and anything else doesn't matter. You can say you have his firstborn kid, and he probably would have signed that away, because at that age, you're not looking at that. So it's very rare instances of like LeBron James went to like um, Adidas tried to tried to tell LeBron I'll give you I'll give you like I'll give you fifty million dollars right now if you sign mm-hmm. and LeBron James at the time very very poor inner city kid very 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 I don't know if he's inner city actually but he's he was a very poor kid at the time very struggling single mother single family home he said no. Because he knew that he wanted to be somewhere and he wanted options. Yeah. And that was very smart because he had a lot of good friends around him. But for the most part, you don't see that stuff because they're too young. They're not knowledgeable enough. And knowledge wasn't as easy as it was back then, which by back then with like the 2000s and the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Right? These, these eras, like knowledge wasn't, knowledge was power. Now knowledge is everywhere. It's a simple Google search. So... I think it's these people who put these in, in predatory contracts. Yeah, that's what it is. Which sucks. I, I think like... That's exactly how it works. It's just fucked up. Yeah, so it's like... It's almost like you're you're taking the word of the car salesman. Right. You can't... That's. I mean, that's rule number one. If someone's making money off of you, you can't really believe anything they say. Yeah. Or you have to be wary of what they say. Not necessarily not believe anything they say, but just take everything into consideration. 
but yeah, when when it like for this for this instance, like for, for this example, it's really hard for a kid as long as like especially if they're not being represented by someone that's genuinely on their team. Yeah. Someone that can read a contract and know what it says. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and obviously they word it to make it look like it's something it's not. Uh, you saw like uh, Megan the Stallion that people were getting on her because she didn't like her contract fucked her and she didn't even know. Yeah, um, I mean, how can you get on her for that? Well, I, I yeah. mean, yeah, you know, you know, right, right, yeah, you know how people on the internet be. I mean, but yeah, exactly. I'm just right. saying, like, it it happens more often than not. Yeah, and that's just the label knowing what they're doing because they've been doing it for years and years and years and they know how to do it. And I think this is two reasons that I can think of right now that this is happening. This kind of wave of independence um, or owning your independence. One, I believe is um, like you said, going indie is really hard. I think the past 10 years, thanks to social media and uh, ease of internet, right? The widespread of internet use. It's a lot easier now. There's yeah, so definitely. many platforms, social media in, uh, intertwined with these platforms that make it so much easier to just blow up and go viral and you're you're on to the next like Little Nas X made mm-hmm. that one song yeah. and now he's huge. Yeah. So I think that's one. Um the other is I mentioned earlier, just knowledge. A lot of like for instance, um people talk about financial literacy now more than they ever have. You talk about like, oh, this is what we should have been learning in high school, which mm-hmm. I 100% agree. We should know about credit, taxes, all that stuff. And that's happening because you're able to just go on Google and look up best ways to save money, best ways to grow up, best way to accumulate wealth. Um, again, that wasn't there before. And now these artists can do the same thing. How to read a contract label, how to negotiate yeah. this, how to do this. So that's another thing. And now they're becoming more independent and have more power in their voices. And I think that's happening with honestly everyone in America, actually, thanks to social media and the Internet. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. We're, we're heading towards a crossroads, I yeah. mean, a crossroads uh, that will determine the future. Honestly, it's, it's pretty crazy. We'll see how the government does how mm-hmm. every single point of of law, every single point of power, how they react to it. So. We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, you said um, it's different now than it was like in the 2000s or whatever. That's probably one of the biggest things. Now, if you think about it, say like 15 years ago, if you're an up-and-coming artist, what's like the number one thing you want as an up-and-coming artist? You want your song played on the radio. Right, right. So that is how the label sells you. Or even on TV, because at that time, there's there's no other way. There's no... There's no YouTube. There's no, there's none of that. You know what I mean? So like the only way that someone can actually hear your music is either if they're buying your physical in a store or if they hear you on the radio or if they watch it on TV, watch or listen on TV. So that's what, how, that's how the label sold you. Like, oh, we will put this, we will put this because we are like, oh, I know somebody at the radio station will play this today. Sign this paper and I'll, I'll put it on the radio for you. That's a that's a good point. That's a great point, actually. And I have a question that I was thinking about. Do you think that good talent will just be found in, in relating to music? Do you think just great talent will be found, or or does some great talent need labels to promote them? Like for instance, now we can like, hey man, I'm listening to this guy named uh, Brent Fayaz, whatever. Russ, I'm listening to Russ like ten years ago, four years ago. Look, check check him out. And now you you send him to somebody, then he sends him to somebody, and it creates this whole network of word of mouth, essentially. And you're able to do that because they're able to just post their music on, on streaming platforms themselves. Yeah. Like like uh, otherwise than how you mentioned, you mentioned like obviously the they have to get them on the radio for everyone to listen. But now like they can just go on Spotify and look up newest artists or. Just find them randomly, you know, it pops up through the algorithm. So it's, uh, I guess my question is like, do you think that great talent perseveres and prevails or some great talent we've never even heard of? uh, I do think there's, I honestly, yeah, I do think there's a lot of uh, great talent that we've never heard of, but it's not as easy as like, if you're really good, someone will hear you because there's there's more that comes with it. Like you'd have to be able to be putting out enough on your discography for people to actually 
get plays and stuff like that. And there's right. some there's some form of promotion, whether it be through your friends. It's not it's not like you because you know I can make like a thousand beats and they'll be the hardest beats ever. Yeah. But if no one hears them like at all, then what happens? That's true. Like, uh, and I, if we can kind of compare this to basketball or sports, like there could be athletes that have never been given the chance for whatever reason. What if like the greatest basketball player of all time was never found? It's possible. I I, I I believe it's possible. I don't think it's possible. No? No. So I think because I think the possibility of that being possible is possible, but that being possible alone is not possible. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because and the reason I say that is because like let's say in impoverished countries they don't have basketball courts and, and basketballs. So the possibility of them having basketball courts is true, which then then creates the possibility of that other scenario where the greatest basketball player being uh, not known is yeah. true. But I think because of the lack of infrastructure of other things like that, yeah, yeah, it it won't happen. Yeah, and, yeah. and then and that's exactly that's why. Yeah, you said like the possibility that the greatest, like the greatest basketball player ever, was never found. Probably not. Probably not the greatest ever. But uh, there's probably some uh, some really 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 good athletes. Yeah, uh, that, I agree. That never picked up a basketball that's true like there are native indigenous like tribes that are literally like there's tribes I was, I was watching national geographic a while ago there are tribes that can literally breathe underwater for like 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 minutes like t- over 10 20 minutes their lung capacity is insane oh they hold their breath in order yeah like they can because they need because they literally have almost like miniature like yeah. mini evolved yeah yeah right their bodies in a way and it's just crazy. Like, who knows what's out there in terms of athleticism and and the way that people do that. So, I mean, if we move it back back to where we were with music, that could be true. But I think now it's like everyone's been given like a mic, and everyone else has been given headphones, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Go ahead, find each other." Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen that a lot. A lot of people that haven't traditionally come up have came up. So, that's uh, it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Cause uh, a lot of people, I mean, you you could you could have this whole catalog of music and it could be some dope shit, but if it never comes out, like it just stays on your laptop or whatever, and yeah, you never, true. And you never share it with anybody, um, you know, obviously then no one's gonna hear it. Yeah, and maybe you didn't share it with anyone because you don't have that factor of like, you know, you mentioned there's other factors like promotion. There's also other factors like likability personality right stuff like that that also makes or breaks an artist and some artists just it's like the it factor right that's a big yeah. thing yep and you know if, you know if you don't do that maybe it's because you don't have that so and that's sometimes i look at it like that where it's like okay it's just not meant to be mm-hmm. so maybe that's why we have we've seen the best of the best maybe maybe not who knows yeah who knows that's why i like to keep an open mind when i listen to music i've never heard before Music in general, actually, uh, it, if you if you listen to something, it, this goes for any form of media. If you if someone gives you a negative opinion on something before you get to develop an opinion yourself, you have to try really hard, and you have to be self conscious of a, of this. But you have to try really hard to give it your own opinion. Oh, I, yeah. I hate when I hate when people when people develop an opinion based off of an opinion they've heard from someone else. Yeah. That shit, it really bothers me actually. Cause yeah. like you're like, you're your own person. Like you just cause someone else doesn't, doesn't like it. doesn't mean that you won't like it. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I think well, part of that is like, you really have to be conscious cause our natural tendency is like we hear cause you develop a trust with someone. And if you trust someone as a friend and they say something that's bad, then you kind of will be like, all right, I trust this person's, likings and, and traits that I will also assume it's bad to an extent, but you really got to try to be as objective and rational as possible with stuff. And honestly, this is funny because I take it a step further when, when I'm explaining something or talking about something, I'll never, I'll always, I'll rather be positive than negative about it. So I'll be conscious of if someone hasn't heard about it, known about it or anything, I'll make sure that I'm not negative, but I'm just fair about it. Just so that I don't warp their prone perspective. Yeah. 
And I do that knowing that people have done that to me without obviously without knowing, but it has affected my perception of things. And it took a while to right get be conscious and overturn those and and have develop a habit of doing that. So yeah, you know more when more people start doing stuff like that, then things start becoming easier to judge, more objective and rational. Yep. All right, let's get into some media. You have you want to start off the media for us? Yeah. So apparently, have you heard of? Have you heard of uh, the Marvel Avengers game? Yes, I have. Did you get it? Nah. But you're a big Avengers fan, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I'm a I'm a really big Avengers fan, but but I'm not. I I don't consider myself a fan of single player, um, games like that. Like what that that type of game. Well, I think a lot of people either aren't a fan of what you're saying, but are just weren't a fan of the game. When I saw that game, they showed a trailer. The graphics, the the stuff that they were showing was so ass, I immediately knew this game is going to be bad. Just by knowing games and the way that they revealed this, all they were doing was a cash grab. And this is this is the issue I have with video game companies now. They have become very capitalistic in nature where they will repurpose or reformat a previous game or just copy a plot line copy do the most basic things they can to make the cost very little and then just push it out without any thought or value or thinking right and then they'll just start introducing pay-to-play options and loot boxes and all this shit that's just to make money yeah and i'm this is not uh, a generalization there's certain companies ea specifically does this a lot EA likes to monetize specific type of games. Like they did this with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was yep. a huge thing with Battlefront. Yep. And it ruined the game for so, including me for so many people. The game was still dope. They did a good job with the game for the most part. It still wasn't better than the like the PS2 versions though. PS2 version shit on that game. But there was still a really good game, but they tried to monetize it way too much. They're still trying to do that. The issue now was happening. Smaller game companies like Epic Games created a game like Fortnite and it blew up. You know why? Because they put thought into that game. And now other games are coming up like that because now consoles have the specs to handle this stuff. Now developers have the tools to create the stuff for these high specs. And now it's just becoming more indie game developer companies. It's easier to work remotely even if you're not a company, you're just creating a game. And it can go viral at any point. Among Us, dude, had like two people two years ago. And now it was like the biggest game at the time. With, yeah. With almost like millions, I would say. So um, there are so many ways to create games now that these indie game developers have an advantage over these big companies. But the big companies are still going to try to make money. So you have to watch out for that. Um, the reason I mentioned Marvel's Avengers is because they lost $63 million. Making that game? Yeah, basically. That company lost $63 million from the release of that game. Who made that game? Um, I believe it was... I saw I saw a couple of uh, YouTube videos like on that game, like recently, actually. Because when that game actually came out... Because I remember when, the, when that trailer or sneak peek video came out, like it seemed like a while ago, and then... It seemed like the game launched and came out, and I had no idea. Like, no, I didn't hear anything about it. Like, I had to think. I had to. I had to literally think to myself, "Did this game come out yet?" And then I had to like look it up, and it sure did. And I had no idea. Yeah, it, the game company name is Square Enix. Nice. I'm, I think people have heard of that. <laughs> um, yeah, they lost a lot of money, man. And I mean, I can't really point to. I don't like play too many games to know what companies these games are like known for. Other than like Fortnite and Epic, Activision and uh, and Call of Duty, you know, like things like that, yeah, Battlefield yeah. and yeah. EA and Dice. So, um, but like this is Square, Square Enix, like <laughs> I don't know, they messed it up. They messed it up big time, and it launched, or it was like launching on the heels of Infinity War, End War, uh, End Game, and they still fucked it up. Yeah, they had all that hype, and I just I remember watching the trailer. People were ripping it apart. 
on Twitter and mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, it. I think it's well yeah, it deserved. Looked, it looked terrible, and it probably was terrible. <laughs> and speaking of video games, um, the PS Five came out mm-hmm. on November twelfth, and there are like my cousin, he bought a four hundred dollar digital version. He sold it for one thousand dollars on offer up. There's similar stories going. I, I don't like this cousin. Um, <laughs> that, right. that cousin out there, listen, I was listening to fuck you. Shout out to Kanye. Um, the cousin that stole my laptop. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, a lot of people are doing this. They're buying their PS5s, and it's the reason it's able to resell for twice, almost three times the cost is no one is able to get it. They're, the supply chain is broken. There's not enough to to satisfy the demand. Supply is not meeting the demand. And this is what happens. Vouchers, vultures look into uh, become uh, opportunists and take opportunity of this moment. And probably a lot of kids that want to play this game that really wanted some dope graphics. They have four, their parents got a 4K TV they wanted to use and... They can't do it, and all they all they're all they're doing Zoom classes, and they're stuck at home. And you motherfuckers are stealing it right from under them, trying to make some money. Yeah. So, I'm not a big fan of reselling. I don't know about you. Yeah. So we kind of we actually kind of brought this up a little earlier in the show when we we're talking about the with the Kanye with the Yeezy resell. True. Same idea here. Um, there's there's literally no reason to buy a gang of PS5s if you can get a hold of them just to sell them. I mean, there there is a reason, but it's not a good reason. Uh, for I I believe that if you're buying an excess, um, just to make a lot of money off of somebody that's just trying to do the same thing you did, basically, is just yeah. buy a PS5 or an Xbox for that matter. Um. Yeah, it's like you you got a you got the gun to them the to their head like here pay me and you know they will that's the thing like yeah. they're they're paying so much, uh I just I just don't like the idea of it and I know there's not really anything we can do to stop that they yeah. they try they try to stop that obviously, um but yeah I mean I I don't agree with it though if that's long story short yeah <laughs> I mean it sucks and there's bots involved there's and it's just regular people people who would yeah. never buy PS5 see this now that yeah, people yeah. are getting money that's and the they're thing. trying it's, to do it too. yeah that, trying to that's emulate the thing it. it's people that never that don't even care about the console that are doing it just to make money off of other people one that person, genuinely want the console one person in particular that shall remain nameless but you know exactly who you are has bought like three or four uh, within their family members and um they don't know what they're gonna do with it i I don't think they know what they're gonna do with it it's really funny um i think they should play it though if if you're gonna buy one definitely play at least play one and just sell one used and sell the other two new just to see because this one is worth the upgrade like the ps3 to the ps4 was like whatever it was like all right cool we get it we it's a little faster it's a little better but it really was still trash but this upgrade is like going from uh, a Toyota Prius to like a Lamborghini. <laughs> it's it's really like, or honestly, it's like going from a Toyota Prius to like a Tesla a Model S maxed out. It's really amazing. It's a really dope console. I actually got one um, on launch day. I, I was I was lucky enough to get a pre order, and I got one and I, I opened it and I'm playing it. I've been playing it. Um, X didn't want to play Call of Duty. I don't know why. So well, I don't know I, why he don't play. Uh, he did play. In fact, he did play. He almost got number one in the game. He was killing hell of people. But I don't know why he didn't want to play more though. It's okay. So I think honestly, uh, I hate I hate to say this, but I think I'm done with that that game that that franchise. Call of Duty. Yeah. So I I literally bought it for zombies. Yeah, but the same thing. Same thing. You don't like zombies? I do, but it just. Uh, it, that's, it's sad to even talk about it, to, to admit it. It's sad <laughs> that I think I've grown out of it. Uh, like I was really like the past few years from, for call of duty, I have been like, I've got them every year, but I only play it for like a month and I stop. Right. And this past, the last one, modern warfare, when that came out, I was really excited for that. And I did actually play it a lot, but only for like 10 days. Not even like yeah. not even joking. I think it was like ten days. What about Warzone? That that's the thing. Uh, 
That's because when it wasn't Modern Warfare, but the one before it, they introduced the Battle Royale. Yeah. Blackout, it was called. Call of Duty Blackout. Um, and I was really excited, and I actually did play that one a lot. I, I probably played Blackout, the game mode, more, maybe like maybe like five times in total more than I did Modern Warfare at all, like wow. like in, in total. Yeah. Um, I was excited for Modern Warfare to come out because it was like, man, this is going to finally bring me back. And the thing is, when I played it, it felt good. Like it felt like it exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Like it felt good. Like the, it looked nice. It felt amazing. But I, I don't know if I'm, if I played the shit out of it. Like I just played it too much at once yeah, and kind of played it out. But I can't really say that because this has been a fact. This has been an ongoing thing the past few years with every Call of Duty game where I play it and then I don't, like, I don't want anything to do with it. I just tried the, because there's a spooky mode for the Battle Royale in the Modern Warfare. Uh, for It was for Halloween. It was right, an right. LTM, like, spooky Battle Royale mode. Yeah. I actually did play that. I played, like, two matches maybe. And by the end of the second match, I was like, man, I can't play this anymore. Like, it was just so boring. Like, I couldn't find... <laughs> What I, you know, that feeling you get when you play a video game that makes you want to play more. Yeah. And it makes you happy. Like, even if, even if you're getting shit on, like, there's something in, in it that just makes you want to play more. Right. That shit's gone for me for, for Call of Duty. Damn. Matter of fact, the whole time I was playing, and I wasn't, it wasn't like I was playing by myself, because obviously when you play with friends, it makes it a lot more fun. Right. I wasn't playing by myself. That's the worst part. Like, it's not even an excuse. Like, I was playing with friends. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, Man, this is a shitty experience. Like, I'm not having fun right now. Yeah. And when you, like, consciously admit that you're not having fun while doing something that you used to love doing, that shit is heartbreaking. That sucks, man. I mean, I, I was never a Call of Duty guy, so I, I can't relate, but um, that sucks. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you think you should try to play it, though? Try to maybe get it back, because, like, I don't know, you playing on that. It, yeah. I mean, the console is at 4K at 120. Yeah. Which is, I can't believe I actually got it to that. Maybe it's upscaled to 4K, but it's still 4K 120. Um, and it's it's so beautiful. If you guys get a PS5, get yeah, the it looks, Sony. It looks amazing. Get the Sony X900. It's the best TV for the PS5. That shit has the dopest integrations. I turn off the TV and it just goes into rest mode. Um, I can use the remote to go through the UI, the main menu. You use the TV remote. TV remote, yes. To use to 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 use the. Uh main menu on the ps5 yeah yeah it's it's pretty convenient and like if, for instance like if you wanted to play netflix if you don't have a media player and you download that all these apps by the way they have yeah. it's like a cool little media player yeah. at, at the same time um yeah ps5 is dope hopefully you know whoever wants it can get it um also now we have other media news so johnny depp um for those of you that didn't know was in a very big legal trial with his wife Amber Heard. Um, basically, it was over. Uh, it was actually with a, a newspaper company called The Sun in British and uh, in Britta and in, in what's that called England. Um, <laughs> we'll or, keep that or in. Britain, Britain. If that's what you sure, yeah. It, it's the newspaper called The Sun, and he was suing them for libel, which is like lying. Saying that he was a wife beater. They mm, said he's a yeah. wife beater. Um, and so what this did was it opened up the whole case of Johnny Depp versus his wife. Because they were both involved. Amber Heard, who was his ex-wife, uh, and claimed that he that she beat her. During this whole court order, court trips, it was actually... Or at the time, it's it looked the evidence looked like Amber Heard was beating Johnny Depp, so it like turned upside down. Mm -hmm. But then there was videos and other recordings coming out of not Johnny Depp beating her per se, but being really aggressive and showing signs that maybe he could have what after the camera turned off. Yeah. So, like, but then there was obvious evidence of her beating him. So it was just a very toxic relationship and it played out to the, to the world yep. and what happened was Johnny Depp lost to the newspaper because 
the court lawyers they agreed that that he basically fit the legal definition of what a wife beater was so they did not technically lie so then that they did not commit libel yeah what that ended up doing was him getting fired or asked to let go f- from the next movie he was in which is the third Fantastic Beast, yeah, uh, associated with Harry Potter. Yeah, he was um, he was a villain in that. He was actually uh, he had a pretty big role in the first two movies, I believe. And they asked to let they they asked for him to literally like literally not even a couple of days after this trial came out, like this news came out that they asked him to leave. Like he, his career is over at this point, probably. Um, prior to the Karen being is already moving on without him. They're probably looking for. I think I heard they were looking for a female lead. So um, we'll see more about that. Um, the interesting thing about this, they still have to pay his full salary, even though he hasn't worked at all. And his salary is in the eight-figure ranges. Nice. Which is like, you see, six figures, what, 100,000? Seven so, is one million. Yeah, so 10. This is tens of millions. Yeah, tens of millions. That's crazy. Yeah. That's I mean I mean he got he got a dub right there. Yeah, it's it's uh I I mean this is really sad for this is a just fucked up situation in general. I hate this. I think I think they're both in the wrong and I was keeping track of that trial too. It it was fucked up in both situations, man. And if you're going to cancel him, there were millions, there's a over a million people signed to cancel her from Aquaman 2, Amber Heard. And she responded saying that that was bullshit. Like this is stupid. <laughs> so I don't know. It's it's how you look at it. You know, if you if you say he should be canceled, then they're gonna say, oh, she should be canceled. If you say she she should be canceled, they're gonna say, you know, you don't agree with. Yeah. It's yeah. Not equal. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, you can't win. There's no. It's a lose lose here, yeah. and it just sucks because I mean everyone grew up what Johnny Johnny Depp as uh, Jack Sparrow, Pirates mm. of the Caribbean, yeah. and I'll still watch those movies. Because you know I grew up on them and and it didn't his image didn't get tarnished in my opinion I think it was like the common Hollywood shit man you do drugs you get addicted to stuff yeah. you marry in a publicized relationship the uh, the the pressure of the world on all these cameras get to you and that's what happens so in in other cases it'd be different where you like you know maybe you should not listen to this person or watch that person but. This is a little different, man. This is depending on how you look at it. This is what that is. Um, how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm a really big uh, Johnny Depp fan, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, fuck, man. I feel I feel bad f- for him, and uh, I mean, there's people that are gonna say like, well, this is what he gets or whatever. But come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come yeah, on. Th- this is different than like like he's yeah. getting canceled for something that happens in a relationship that both of them did. And there's literally yeah. evidence, court evidence of yeah. this. So it's not like he did something so heinous yeah, I know. on his own, unprovoked. But that's that's not what people right. are gonna tell themselves. And 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 the studio did this by you know, the, I mean it's messy because it was a really messy trial, so they don't want to be associated with them. But I mean it sucks. I I don't like cancel culture to that extent. I mean, there's certain people you for show sure should cancel, like Harvey Weinstein. That boy, motherfucker's a creep. Motherfucker served 17 life sentences, and he should be forced <laughs> to drop the soap like 17 th- times as well. I mean, I don't know. That guy should should pay for his sins. Um, I don't I don't like how like yeah, the, like Disney's moving on from him, and Fantastic Beasts is moving on from him. Like, I don't like that that is the outcome, but at the same time, I don't think this is the end for Johnny Depp. I, I hope not. I hope not. I, I would like to see him in other roles. He's still a great actor. Yeah, of course. He's been in so many iconic roles mm-hmm. that to say that he's tarnished, yeah. Like, That's what I'm no saying. one's going to agree. Like, the majority of people will not agree with that. Yeah, I, I think, I honestly, I think he'll be okay. I think uh, it might be a while. But it's sad that it had to end this way for Disney and for the Harry Potter world, the Harry Potter universe, I should say. I like those movies. Like I watched yeah. both of those in theaters. Like right. I'm I'm a really big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking read all the books. Like I read them all. Uh I finished the Deathly Hollows, the last one. Yeah. I was, I was fucking third grade, bro. 
That's crazy. Yeah, I oh, loved wow. I loved Harry Potter. Wait, that that book came out in the like that long ago? Yeah. Wow. Damn. It yeah, took a while flies, to get to the man, movies. You're old now. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it did take. A, and that's the funny thing. By the time the second move, like part two, yeah. came out in the movie theater, I wasn't interested anymore. So I actually never saw it. Wait, you never saw? I never saw Deathly Hallows Part Two because it was like a couple of years after I've read the book, and I was like, oh, I don't. It wasn't that I wasn't interested, but I was like, oh, I don't remember what happens. I'm going to reread it and then watch it, which I don't know what the logic was, but at the same time, I was like, oh, so you read, I was like 10 years, it. I was like 10 years old. So come on. Wait, but Deathly Hallows came out, part two came out like? Uh, came out 2007. Deathly Hallows part two? Yeah. No. Came out before then? It was like 2013, dude. Oh, then see, that's why. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty, even, maybe it, even later, actually. Yeah, I don't think it was that late. Let's see. No, dude, it was definitely pretty late. 2011. Yeah. And then the book came out 2007. Harry Potter was like the Avengers of the 2000s. So I read the I read the book right when it came out, which was in 2007. So I was Oh, I see. I was okay. 9 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was 4 years after that that the the second part came out. So at that point I literally had no idea what the book was about anymore. Yeah. So I was going to reread the book and then watch the movie, but I never ended up rereading the book, so I never watched the movie. To this That's day crazy. I still have not seen the movie. It's crazy. What about yeah. Twilight uh, Breaking Dawn Part Two? Yeah, I never seen that either. Are you crazy? same 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 reason, same exact reason. You got a good good like Twilight was <laughs> very interesting that's, ending too. That's a uh, yeah, that's the same literally same exact reason. I'm glad you brought that up. Same exact reason. I read all the Twilight books, um, and then I watched the movies. Actually, I think I saw Twilight, and then I watched, and then I started, and then I read all the books, and then I watched. The movies after they came out but by the time breaking dawn there's that was a two-parter too right yeah yeah that's what i don't I, mentioned I don't i don't know if i saw either of those movies wow yeah because it was so much after so much later after the uh, after i finished reading the books these are iconic man maybe i should watch them you should you should especially we'll, the especially the harry potter one we'll watch them yeah no we'll watch them we'll, we'll get to that and um all right and, and then, then uh for florida man monday yeah uh florida man monday Florida man arrested after hitting dad with pizza because he was mad he helped birth him. Can you say that again, please? Florida man arrested after hitting dad with pizza because he was mad he helped birth him. All right, go on. So a man in Pasco County, Florida, was arrested for domestic battery after admitting he hit his dad in the face with a slice of pizza because he was mad at his dad helped birth him. <laughs> I just don't. I don't get so many questions. <laughs> like, why the slice of pizza? Why not two or the box or something else? Like your why, hand. Why do you wait so long? Thirty-three-year-old <laughs> waited at least thirty-three yeah. years. Why would he wait? That's what I want to know. Like, why? What made him think? Like, thirty-three years later, he's like, "This is the time." to do this I, you know i said there's a lot of questions the second question actually i was gonna say is why is he mad he helped birth him but i <laughs> yeah. understand why he's mad he's a he's a fucking idiot he turned out to be a fucking moron yeah and he proved it mm. by doing something like this so i i just i don't i don't get it he held his dad down and yelled at him after shoving the pizza in his face <laughs> to letting his dad get up uh, Houston went outside and waited for authorities to arrive. So I guess he called the cops on himself. He knew he was going to jail. They arrived on scene. Deputies uncovered chunks of cheese and sauce where the incident happened. And two other family members backed up what the victim said. This is also um, interesting. Houston was taken to the Lando Lakes Detention Center. Lando really? Lakes is a, is a... The butter? Yeah, the butter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, that's, that's a weird coincidence. Who is writing these articles? <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh, it's a oh, it's a real thing. Oh wow, it. I thought that was a fake. That, that's a real thing. It's called the Lando Lakes Detention Center in Pasco County, Florida. That's, wow, just so many twists. Man, they're built different over there. <laughs> they're built different over there in Florida, man. It's from the ground up, man. They're oh built man. Different. Speaking of built different, actually, did you see that video of that big ass gator in Florida? Oh yeah, on the Bro, golf that course. That motherfucker was huge. Yeah. People was a, thought it was fake. That was a dinosaur, man. Bro, it literally looked fake. Like the way his his legs were, because his legs looked like super big because he was so big. Yeah, it looked like fake. 
it was definitely it was, real. it was real yeah, yeah. all right let's okay. get into uh let's get into our wild thought and then uh wild, wild, wild thoughts. And then we'll, we'll wrap it up all right so here you go ready is sand called sand because it's between the sea 